On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, Keith and I talk about the candidacy. Again, the MVP race. Where does Joel Embiid fall into it? And another scoring guard along the way that the Sixers have to try to slow down tonight. We'll tap into it all next right here at Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, you are locked on 76ers. I'm Devon Givens from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, alongside my co-host, partner, as always, from TheInquire.com, Sixers beat writer, Keith Pompey. Keith, what's happening? What's good, D? How you been, man? How's it going out there? Is it raining out there in Portland? Not anymore. It was raining when I arrived here yesterday, but today it's been, it's overcast, but not raining. Okay. All right. Well, we got the rain here, so we got all that covered for you, so no worries. Yeah, we just want you to be safe out there. It's all good. You can get to the arena and it's all all straight. But thanks, everybody, for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including right here, YouTube, on Locked On 76ers. A lot to get into. Sixers going for win number four on this five-game trip, trying to stay undefeated against the Portland Trailblazers tonight. We'll talk about the matchups a little bit. Also, the, the candidacy of Joel Embiid in the MVP race. This team is red hot. And he is right back in the thick of things with the others. And we'll get into it all next. And we'll actually, let's start right there, Keith. Uh, why this one, of course, is a, is a topic of conversation again. Will he be in the mix in the end for the top conversation for the MVP? He's still ranked second in the NBA at 33 points per game. Just under 10 rebounds a night. Defensively, he is still uh, blocking shots at over a, a block shot a game. And he's hitting game winners, too. They may not win the game at the final shot with the buzzer sounding and you run and you celebrate with your teammates. But what he is doing, Keith, is he has been hitting these shots that gives them the lead and not giving it up with however many seconds remain on the clock. He's playing great basketball right now. Yeah, he is. Um, You know, the thing is, I think he deserves to be the MVP. I mean, I voted for him last year. Um, I vote for him again this year. Um, you know, right now he has my vote. You never know. It's really? several no. games left, so things could change. But here's the deal. I, I think when we look at Joel Embiid, we look at his size. You know, he's listed as seven feet, but he's actually seven two. He's listed as 280, but you know he weighs more than that. Um, but you look at him and you see his style of play, and there's always people saying, well, you if I was his size, I would stay down on a block. I would do this. I would do that. So they look at him as if he's not doing enough. Even though he's dominating, when they look at his size, they say he's not doing enough. But then you look at the Joker, Nikola Jokic, and you look at him, and he's not really that athletic, you think. And he's out here getting these triple doubles. He's doing all this other stuff. And I think people look at him and say, wow, he's getting the most out of that body. He's getting the most out of that body. And I I think that becomes a national narrative to where people start saying, well, Joel isn't doing enough, and this guy is giving his all, and they start voting for Jokic. And and when you look at it, it's, it's all over. It's on Sports Center. It's on all types of things. Oh, where he, Jokic he, he does leads everything. Yeah, and he it leads everything. everything exactly. It leads everything. So I think that you know Joel is just not getting the the just due that he deserves. I think the players know it. 
Like a lot of guys comment and say how great he is. But I, I think we look at him and we expect more, even though he's playing a certain style away in the elite level. How, how do the um, outside of the Sixer fans, there were a lot of Sixer fans in L.A. Uh, the other night on Tuesday night when they defeated the Clippers. And um, he was phenomenal again, uh, over 40 points. But how many um, how, how do the even though he can really get under their skin, the fan bases and he plays to the crowd a little bit. When he goes on these types of tears that you are in these other buildings, what 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 are their what are their reactions like? What, how do they how do they treat him when he's there? I mean, he gets the utmost respect. Like a lot of times, he's like the favorite villain. You know what I mean? But but people appreciate basketball. It's kind of like you know, I, I'm not. It, it's kind of like when uh, you know the favorite player from the other team, and he's like not taught in the crowd, but he's celebratory and this and that. So yeah, he they give him the business sometimes. But a lot of times, you know, there I hate to say it, there's a lot of there, there's a lot of uh, Sixers fans in the crowds too. So you typically every uh, average on the average road game, you'll hear the MVP chant, MVP, while he's at the foul line, right? You 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 just hear that, and then afterwards, walking out of the tunnel, walking like to the tunnel, you know, there's always a bunch of fans there waiting for him to sign autographs. So it's kind of like it's reached. Um, I'm kind of like numb to it now, but but I want to say about four years ago is when it first started that it reached like rock star status when he went on the road and in these arenas, like the fans just always bombard him. Well, listen, man, he's that good uh, to me, and I, I know how most Sixer fans stand behind him, especially when it comes to that that narrative that you speak of, where Nikola Jokic can do no wrong and B can do wrong, and I think a part of it with Embiid, of course, is his injury history. This year has been good. He's only missed a couple of games. And even with that, when people start talking about the all-star starters without the fan voting part of it, of just trying to who should start and all of that in the East and the West, that he gets a little of the uh, pushed aside, if you will, because of the fact that he missed a few games again this season. When in actuality, Keith, I mean, he's only missed a few. And they were, you know, a couple of low management games with some real injuries. And, and that's how it goes. But look, he's playing great basketball again. He seems like he's in a really good sync, as we talked about last episode with James Harden, where they have this symmetry going on that's really working out very well. He's passing the basketball. Sometimes he still has his high turnover games and things of that nature. But for the most part, he's going to be in the conversation, I think, in the end with Jokic, Doncic, Tatum. And that's probably your main four with Kevin Durant now injured and going to be out for a couple of more uh, weeks here with his injury so with the mcl so overall he's a he's a great player and i don't toss that word around a lot he, he's a great one and uh, right now this team is hot 16 of their last 20 they've won their first three along this road trip eight and two in their last 10 they're really playing some good basketball they got a tough one tonight against the um Portland Trailblazers later. We'll talk about uh, Damian Lillard and how, how this team is hot right now. Keith, we'll get to Damian Lillard and the Blazers later. But next, coming up next, we got to talk about how this how hot this team and why it's playing out the way that it is next right here on Locked On 76ers. But as they are hot and they have all this energy on the floor, uh, I hope that you have the same type of energy. And when you want a little snack, you're looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and the calories that come with it. 
then you got to try a built bar. And we just got through the holidays, right? A couple of weeks ago, and everybody kind of let it go a little bit because you want to eat with the family and friends. You want to have a good time. But I know my goal, and I'm sure yours is too, is to eat a little healthier this year. And if you're like me, where you want to eat a little healthier, but don't want to compromise that taste, you got to have a good tasting thing, right? Well, you got to try built with built. Healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious. You won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes them so good, are you asking me? Well, let me tell you. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, 100% real chocolate. And that's just for starters. Let me give you some of the flavors. Churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. You can't beat that when you want to still have a good taste and all of that. Now you don't even need to order online. If you do, that's fine. But you can go to the store and get a box. Why wait around for your delivery? For years, we've been telling you about ordering it that way. Well, now you can go to the local Walmart or Sam's Club. Yes, very convenient. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a box of four uh, of cookies and cream, double chocolate or coconut puffs, and even Sam's Club. You can run in and grab a 13-bar box with our flavors, brownie, batter, and churro. Folks, you can thank me later. Welcome back. You are locked on 76ers. We uh, appreciate you uh, hanging out with us here. Thank you for making your first listen. For your next, check out Locked On Out Podcast. Nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. All right, Keith, this team is hot right now. They're one of the hottest teams in the NBA. They are a, a half a game back of second place in the Eastern Conference, man. What's different? How have we gotten here? Um, this this things look real good right now. And is it sustainable as we are also gearing up for the trade deadline? Yeah, I mean, I think how they got there is, is James Harden. I, I think when you look at it, you know, the last 20 games is, is basically when, um, you know, he, he became more of a ball ball handler. I mean, more of a ball distributor, like getting more people involved. He wasn't pound, 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 and, and then, like, let the shot clock run out like he was in his first game back against Houston. And I think, you know, it all started with the Lakers on December the 9th. And then from that point forward, the Sixers have just been playing better basketball. Now, the thing about the sustainable part is the questionable defense. That's the hard part. But when you look at Harden, it seems like Harden and Embiid have formed the partnership, a better partnership. Whereas Embiid knows that the Sixers are at their best when the ball is in his hand and he's distributing the rock. So he's not trying to be as ball dominant and have things run through him like he has in the past, knowing he's going to get the ball the majority of the time. So I think that that's, that's the big thing, but their defense, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it where, you know, guards are just coming down there and, and scoring at it will against the 76ers and forwards like LeBron James. So yeah. that's something that the Sixers have to correct. And they do. And we've talked about it before. How do you correct it? Matisse Thibault maybe getting a few extra minutes. Daniel House is just flat out, Keith, out of the rotation right now. Uh, that's no help there. But DeAnthony Melton's that's part of the reason why he's starting to kind of try to slow those guys down. Look, you got to give credit where credit is due a lot of times because these dudes are pros too. They, they are scorers and they do what they do. But defensively, as you pointed out, they have to figure out a way to slow these down. You can't stop them. 
but it has to be manageable where you're not digging yourself into a big type of hole because Clarkson is going off for 38, as you talked about. Shea Gildas-Alexander going off for his 37 and shocking the Sixers uh, in that game before they went on the road trip. And even LeBron James, as you talked about as well. So they're going to have to figure that out, and they're going to have a big test tonight with uh, Damian Lillard and his 44 that he had in their last game against the Denver Nuggets where they fell, unfortunately, for them and they are struggling a bit. So uh, we'll see how they defend him. Uh, Anthony Simons is also a pretty good scorer. Jeremy Grant is a pretty good scorer uh, on that team. So they have to figure out a way to slow all that down. When we come back, we'll get into our key matchups for tonight. And one of them, I'm guessing, Keith, will be about Damian Lillard and how to slow him down. We'll do all that next right here, Locked On 76ers. Let's talk about Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and World Cup. We've got it all at betonline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Welcome back to Locked On 76ers. All right, Keith, um, when, when you look at the Trailblazers, they're 21 and 23. They've lost. Uh, they've they've only won three of their last 10. And they, mm-hmm. They've been struggling. They can score. We know that they can put some points up with Simons, Lillard, Grant, all of that. But they've been having their problems. And, uh, they, again, they lost to the Nuggets on Tuesday. A tough loss. Lillard had 44, but Jokic had a triple-double. Denver's a better basketball team. This is more than a winnable game again, Keith, where as they look to stay undefeated, man. How, how do you see this one? What needs to be done? I mean, you know, I, I think they need to try to have a bend but don't break, you know, defense. I mean, I, I think that it's good. it would be great if they if we say you can shut Dame Lillard down, right? But if you look at it, I mean, it would be great. But if, if you look at it, it that's probably not going to happen. Um, I mean, but I, I think what you got to do is, you like, contain them. I mean, keep them within these points total. But then also, like, the guys like Jonathan Simons and, and Jeremy Grant, you can't allow them to, to get off to help him. You know what I mean? You just can't. You know, I, I think that if, if James Harden and them do what they're, you know, known to doing, because it seems like offensively, yeah, he literally is getting all the points, but they, they're struggling a little bit on the defensive and giving up more, you know, giving up points to other guys, stand up. Um, but I, I think if James can move the ball, it's always the same rhetoric. If James can move the ball and, and Joel gets some nice touches, Tobias gets a little bit involved and Maxie comes off the bench and be that guy, I think, I think they should be, they should be okay. I, yeah. I just don't want them to be overconfident. Yeah, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. Uh, I, of course the, the, the um, the ideal plan going in, as we talked about, the floor being three wins on this five-game trip. They're already at that. No need to settle for it. So look at what's in front of you and the opportunity that is presented to you, which is you are a better basketball team than they are. Sixers 12 games over 500. Blazers two games under. This game that we just talked about, 44 for Damian Lillard, 18 for Jeremy Grant, 14 for Anthony Simons. And watch out for the young kid, too, Shaden Sharp. The uh, young, the, the rookie off the bench, he's really talented, athletic. He's going to be in the dunk contest. He's my favorite for the uh, winner in the dunk contest next month. But 
Uh, for for the team though, as we talk about the Sixers, yeah, everything is geared to DeAnthony Melton number one on on uh, Damian Lillard. How to slow him down? They're going to search out and try to get those mismatches and get him off of him, and maybe have James Harden defend him. And we know that that's not the ideal defensive matchup for Doc Rivers' team, but we'll see if Harden can can at least make it uh, tough on Damian Lillard. And as always, man, rebound the basketball defend on the on the perimeter sometimes Keith when I look at the box score watching the game and then looking at the box score I don't realize how many points are scored in the paint sometimes it's too easy and even with Embiid because they pull him away and then they attack the painted area and he'll recover and block whatever he can but there's too many points in the paint so you have to make sure that with these two guards and Simons and Lillard also with Jeremy Grant uh, Josh Hart is on this team he's a rugged guy who can Put the ball on the floor and finish in the painted area they have to make sure that they cut those driving lanes off where it's not as easy as it was against the oklahoma city for example where shea gill just was just living in the paint josh giddy living in the paint they can't have that tonight because they have multiple players who can do that and, and get to uh the painted area and finish rebound get out in transition and finish yours but defend in transition as always and they're going to fire up a lot of three-point shots. So make sure you close out and defend on those types of shots. And maybe we'll see if the Sixers fall on their end. And uh, I think that they'll be in a pretty good spot tonight. They're a better team. I expect them. These two these two games are important because you do want to win the trip. I mean, you want to end the trip on a good note. So Sacramento on Saturday, tonight Portland, they have to make sure that they go out there and do those things. And Nurkic is a physical dude, man. So he and Embiid are going to bang on the low block and see what happens. But he finds a way to get these guys in foul trouble too. So, too. so and, and also, I think James Harden will have a better game tonight because he was in L.A. L.A. will eat you alive. He is part of that. And he was terrible in that Clippers game uh, on, on Tuesday. So I think you'll get a better Harden performance tonight. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll see. I think he should. Yeah, he should. He should. All right, everybody, we appreciate you. Uh, thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day for your next episode. We will have a breakdown of the game and close things out on this uh, this week. Now make sure your second listen is Locked On NBA, Locked On Experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, can you let the good people know where they can find us? Like my man D said, it's free and available. So wherever you can get your podcast, make sure you get this podcast, right? But also... Um, you can also listen to my man D from 7 to 945 on the Divine Giving Show on 97.5 FM Philadelphia. From 9, excuse me, from 7 to 945. You can also follow him on Twitter at Divine G at 975. You can follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers. And you can read my stuff in the Philadelphia Inquirer, Inquirer.com. Make sure you read Keith to check him out. We appreciate everybody for hanging out with us on this Thursday. We'll talk about the Sixers and the Blazers game tomorrow with you right here on these same feeds. Have a good one. Thanks, Keith. Peace, brother. Peace.